Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody welcome back to the underground for another episode of underground sports philadelphia it's episode number 329 kb coming at you with a solo show following sunday night baseball we're gonna get into the fills the sixers and uh a little bit of uh just just talking you know it's uh it's another phil sunday night baseball loss which we'll get into but of course this podcast would not be possible without our awesome sponsors. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, our homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Go to TomahawkShades.com right now. Check out the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, and everything in between. Fill up your card at checkout and uh, get ready for this. You're going to get 25% off your order at checkout from our homies at Tomahawk Shades with promo code USP. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your order. Often already affordable product, quality product, and it's, it's dummy affordable and you're already getting it for three quarters of the price. Thanks to our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Promo code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. Shout out to the homies for making us look styling and profiling all summer long. And of course, Underground Sports Philadelphia is sponsored by the homies at Manscaped. Is there anything better than the fresh mowed grass at the ballpark? How about freshly groomed balls? Our sponsors at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming, are here to help you strike out your bush for good. It's a whole new balls game, folks, and Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. So join the movement. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at Manscaped.com. I'm telling you guys, these products are no joke. So easy to use, and I have all the confidence in the world with the best tools for the job at Manscaped. They just launched that Lawnmower 4.0, the new perfect package, designer package, the the insanely revamped package that they have for the release of the Lawnmower 4.0. It's absolutely bananas. Manscaped's doing the damn thing, guys. This this new Lawnmower 4.0 looks like it came straight down from outer space. Looks like it belongs in orbit. That's how high tech this thing looks. Uh, I was blown away when the when the reveal happened, and you guys need to get your hands on the Lawnmower 4.0 because this thing looks like it's it's taking. It is literally a whole new balls game. the The Lawnmower 4.0, the ultra smooth package, the newest package available in the U.S. and Canada. the The new Lawnmower 4.0 has an, an adjustable blade. First time I believe Manscaped has ever done that. So, go get your hands on the Lawnmower 4.0 and 
the new ultra smooth package that is rolling out with this lawnmower 4.0. You get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use code USP. Baseball's here. It's in full swing. Don't let your pews get out of whack. Use our friends at Manscaped. And, of course, Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, proud sponsor of Underground Sports Philadelphia. You guys know Stateside. They're the best in the game, and we all love a winner. So that's why you got to you gotta go to statesidevodka.com, first off. Go to their website. Sign up for the Winners Club so you have an opportunity to win a case of vodka free every single month. And if you want to purchase it, help out the homies. It's seven times distilled. It's certified gluten-free, blended with electrolytes, making it the first vodka on the market with a mineral composition on the same spectrum of electrolytes found in that sports drink that starts with a G. It's the first actively hydrating vodka on the market, and it's won awards for best package in the world. So go to statesidevodka.com to purchase your vodka. It's the one-liter bottles that uh, work with our promo code to help us pay some bills around here. Use code USP and you get 10% off your purchase of those one liter bottles of vodka at statesidevodka.com. Must be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, guys, please drink responsibly. So let's get into it. Sunday night baseball just wrapped up. Um, First off, I want to, I guess, apologize. I don't know if that's the right term I'm looking for here, but we did advertise that the the foul ball kid, Pat Gallagher, was going to be on this episode. Never heard back on confirmation to get him on the pod. Um, so we're going to work on that. Hopefully get him on soon because uh, I know he did want to uh, come underground and, and talk with you guys. We just never got a confirmation uh, full blown. But hopefully we get Pat Gallagher on the pod, the foul ball kid at the Phil's game. Um, so, Pat, if you're listening to this, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Uh, just kidding, man. Can't wait to have you on. Um but the Phils, they uh, they continue to make me pull my hair out in m- new ways each and every day because this goddamn team, <laughs> I swear, they go and win five in a row Friday night, they or I should say Thursday afternoon, they uh, they sweep the Brewers four games at Citizens Bank Park four game sweep. Then they go down to Atlanta on Friday night and just go gangbusters offensively and win 12 to 2. And things were looking great. You know, we felt good about this team. They were in first place doing the damn thing. And now they go out there uh, (laughs) on Saturday. Saturday night, guys, I wanted to put a hole through a wall with how angry I was. Uh, There's no way that this team should have lost that game. Like, you know, in event, in the Avengers uh, Endgame, when Doctor Strange is like, you know, we're in the Endgame now, and uh, you have you have one opportunity to, uh, to fix things. That's exactly where the Atlanta Braves came in. Or, I'm sorry, that was probably Infinity War. I feel dumb if... <laughs> Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, 
designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. Yeah, it's Infinity War. I'm a moron. So Doctor Strange in Infinity War, he's like, we're in the end game now, and he holds up the one and everything. It uh, that's the one opportunity that the Braves had to win that game, and they got it. Just could not believe that that game went to extra innings. Could not believe just the the stupidity of decision making from the Phillies coaching staff, from just the the sheer dumb luck that the Braves got in that game. There's no friggin' shot that they should have won, but the Braves end up winning that game 8-7, to and then they went on Sunday Night Baseball 6-1, to just a, a punch in the gut. Aaron Nola didn't have it, and your only run comes from a leadoff home run uh, from Andrew McCutcheon, but this, this Saturday night game is where I'm going to get into it because everything else, it, it was like peaches and cream. They sweep the Brewers. Things are feeling good. They go, to, they go and win a, a 12-2 game on Friday night. And you're thinking, okay, maybe like the House of Horrors in Atlanta uh, is starting to, you know, spin around and and come back into our favor, and we're gonna even some things out. No, Truist Park or whatever the fuck it's called down there now uh, is an absolute nightmare House of Horrors for the Philadelphia Phillies, and it, it terrifies me whenever the Phils play down there. Thank God they don't play there for like another 150 days, because if they played there again in the any immediate future. I would probably like rip my beard out because that's how much that place frustrates me. But yeah, this Saturday night House of Horrors game was just absolutely horrendous. You had Ian Anderson on the mound uh, for the Braves and Gene Segura coming back off the injured list. I believe he came back on Friday after a mini rehab stint uh, in the minors as the minor league season finally underway. Um, so shout out to all the Phil's affiliates and all the minor league teams getting back in the swing of things after not having a season last year, and now they're back. Gene Segura has a home run in this game at the top of the first. Nobody knew if it was a home run to begin with, uh, so the Phils got off to like quick start there, and Gene Segura is playing out of his goddamn mind. But he's hitting like almost 400 this season, which is absolutely insane. Um, he deserves to be in the top of the lineup, near the top of the lineup, Every single time, like I know Kutch is hot right now. Those two guys are are absolutely on fire and should be your one two. I know Reese Hoskins was moved down to like the seven hole on Sunday night. Seems a little low for Reese, but um, I know he's still trying to like get his swing fully back. I hope the the non home run call wasn't like a confidence killer for Reese uh, because before that he was he was raking. Um, but JT Real Muto, he uh, he he gets a double that sets up big time scoring position. Uh, Alec Bohm gets the sacrifice hit to score Bryce Harper in this game, and the Phils are rolling like the offense is clicking on all cylinders. And this is a Vince Velasquez game too, who historically has sucked against the Braves like exponentially. He's one in five against the Braves in his career, 
and he was absolutely dealing. And Phil scores some more runs in the top of the second. Kutch drives in uh, another run. It's 3 nothing. Phil's are rolling. I was feeling great about this team. And Vinny Velo was dealing. Um, there, was, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it that I felt like this was an absolute win. The Phil's were going to take at least two out of three. And we were going to escape the House of Horrors down in Atlanta for the first time in a long time, if ever, and have a winning series. And the Phils haven't won a series on the road in I don't even know how long. It's absolutely stupid that they can't win a road series, that they can't win two games on the road. Something needs to change about their road regimen because it's just not working. It's just not working. Um, And I mean in a game that Vince Velasquez is starting for you. And everybody knows Vince Velasquez is not the ideal guy you want to have on the mound. But so far since he's been back in the starting rotation, once Matt Moore went out, when he was put on the COVID list and working his way back, now Matt Moore in the bullpen, Vince Velasquez has looked quality. Like, he's he's done the job that you've needed him to do. He's gone five, six innings every single time. He's getting strikeouts. He had six strikeouts in this game. Um... I thought Vince Velasquez did an admirable job in this game, especially against a Braves lineup that, on paper, is very, very good. Like, they can hit. And knowing a guy like Vince Velasquez, who's notorious for giving up, you know, big-time hits, big-time home runs, I thought he did a very good job managing this Braves lineup. And the Phils were giving him run support, and that's the big thing, too, is that this Phillies team has struggled this season to put up big monster games like they did on Friday night. The the 12-run outburst on Friday night has been a rarity for this team, which is so strange because they have the offensive firepower to put up 12 runs like that at, at any given moment. Um, so, you know, I was feeling good. It's like halfway through the game, fills are up 3 nothing. This seems like it's going to be a game that they walk away with a win. They They go in there and they should win this game. Um, Vince Velasquez gives up a home run to Freddie Freeman, though, and that's when they said it on the broadcast. I think it might have been Cruck who said it on the broadcast that if Aaron Nola gives up that home run, you're like, okay, he'll rebound, whatever. Vince Velasquez gives up that home run. It's like, all right, what's his pitch count now? Um, and that's kind of how you feel about it. Eventually, Velasquez comes out of the game. Sam Coonrod hit Ronald Acuna Jr., and I think that's what sparked the freaking Braves offense, honestly is him getting hit, uh, and Hector Neris just bad call by Girardi, bad call by JT, and just bad job by Hector Neris not shaking off this pitch. To give a fastball down the middle on a 3-2, pit, on a 3-2 count to Pablo Sandoval, uh, who this entire season he has like four pinch hit home runs, I, I it was a 1-2 count you could have gone anywhere with this pitch. Like, you could have gone down in the dirt. You could have gone anywhere. You had pitches to work with. There was a runner on first, but it's 3-1. Pablo Sandoval being, and he has beaten the Phils this season with pinch hit home runs. I, I truly didn't understand the decision making to, one, like, pitch to him. Like, why not walk him? Go to somebody else. I, I don't remember who was due up next. I know Sandoval was hitting in the leadoff spot. But two, you had pitches to work with. And I think that's just a bad job by JT. I think that's a bad job by Girardi. It's a bad job by Hector all around. Like, everyone's to blame there. Um, to go 
one-two fastball with two outs in the bottom of the ninth when you're one strike away from winning this game is just malpractice. That's that's a bad decision, and it costs the Phillies big time because Braves tie it up, we go to extra innings, and then it just becomes an offensive onslaught uh, that just persisted throughout extra innings. You know, somehow the Phillies get out of a bases-loaded jam with one out uh, with some very strange defensive alignments. Um Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP, breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. Then they go, and the Phils take the lead in the fourth. Nick Maton, a.k.a. Evan Peters, gives the Phils a 4-3 lead. And then they, Didi Gregorius made a horrendous decision. It's the bottom of the 11th here. Uh, runner on seconds, 2-1 pitch uh, coming from Connor Brogdon. And Didi tries to, to force a throw to first base that... That decision blew my mind with with how quickly the the that Adrianza was running. You you just hold on to that ball like it sucks. You're not going to get the out. Absolutely, there's no outs and two guys on. But he forced that one and it, it allowed the Braves to tie the game. And then you go top twelve. You get the runs and then just more just piss poor pitching. And Yol De Los Santos gives up back-to-back hits that were just massive, and the Phils end up losing eight to seven in a game that they should have won three to one. So just an incredibly frustrating weekend down in Atlanta. You know the Phils lose on national TV yet again uh, to the Braves, six to one. They're not in first place again because the Mets have played less games than everybody else because they got delayed by the Nationals licking doorknobs to begin the season. Um, so they're in second place right now by like a half game, no full game. Phils are 18 and 17. Mets are 16 and 13 and it doesn't get easier. It does not get easier. The the Phillies see the nationals for the first time this season, uh, starting on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday series before they go down to Florida uh, to play the Blue Jays Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then they're back home for three against the Marlins and then three against the Red Sox. So at least you're home for six games there where the Phillies play their best ball um, before they go down to Miami to face the Marlins. And then they play the Rays to round out the month of May in a two-game set before going to Cincinnati for the final day of May and then to kick off the schedule in June. But... They need to take care of this division. Like Matt and I have said it a number of times on this podcast that if the Phillies want to make it to the playoffs this year and have a real shot, they got to 
bang up on their division as much as possible. They had an opportunity to win a divisional series here, opportunity to take another game from the Braves, and they squandered it. Now you got the Nationals and Marlins on this part of the schedule here, two teams you haven't faced at all this season, which is crazy to think about with how many times you know they faced the Mets and the Braves already, and it's like <laughs> early May still. Um, so, I mean, you got to take care of business in the division if you want to make it to the playoffs. You're 18 and 17 through 35 games of a 162 game season. Um, there's a lot that this team needs to figure out. And, and I saw a great tweet. I think it might've been Bob Wankel from crossing broad. He said, you know, Phil's fans know I'm going to pull up the exact thing. So I don't butcher what Bob said. Um, because it's so true. Like you guys know me. I have watched this team and they drive me absolutely insane. Um, so the Phillies won five straight games this week and everyone is miserable. Why? Because this looks exactly like the 2019 and 2020 Phillies. This team has time on its side, but man, they just struggle to maintain an edge. And it's so true. There's no edge. There's like no tenacity about this team. Like, you have Bryce Harper who talks to the media a ton and says, like, there's no excuses, blah, 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 blah. But there's no fight, you know? This team is so, like, flatlined right now. I don't know what it is. They're 5-11 and 11 on the road. And with with upcoming road trips like they have, like, it, it terrifies me. Like, what is going to happen as they continue to play these road series? Because this division is super tight. From first to last, it's only separated by three and a half games. The Nationals are in last place, but they're only behind in first place by three and a half games. And we all know how the Nationals operate. They suck in the first two months, and then they somehow find a way. Who knows if that's going to be that team this year, but I, I just can't, I can't deal with this Phillies team being as good as they are on paper and as talented as they are, as everybody knows, and them just going back and forth and kind of seesawing through this season and, and squandering away wins and just aiming for 500 again. You can't do it. It's it's just a waste of way too many of these guys on this roster's primes. It's a slap in the face to Bryce Harper. It's a slap in the face to JT Real Muto. And it's a slap in the face to so many of these guys. Zach Wheeler that you signed. Pretty much promising that you were going to go on playoff runs and have opportunities to compete for World Series championships. And it, it just drives me nuts because I know the talent this team has and sometimes they they just seem like they're pissing it away and it drives you absolutely nuts if you're a diehard Phils fan. And before we get into the Sixers, just a little plug here for our friends at the Buna Regional High School Drama Department. Guys, their show opens this week. They are putting on a performance of Lin-Manuel Miranda's In the Heights. It is going to be one of the most electric productions of a show you'll ever have the opportunity to see and that I will ever be a part of. I'm thankful to be a part of this family over at Buna as their photographer, their social media manager now, and everything in between. They welcomed me into their family five years ago, and we've been making magic ever since. And I truly want as many people to see this show as possible People are saying Daryl Morey is going to be there either in the live stream or in person. We don't know quite yet, but confirmed he's going to be there. Uh, so get your tickets at showticksforyou.com. Just search Buna Regional High School. It'll pop up. You can order tickets for either in person or the live stream. 
tickets are super affordable too. And for the, the quality that this production is going to bring, from a high school standpoint, you are not going to want to miss it. It is going to be electric. I'm super happy, thrilled, and honored to be part of one of the first high school productions back with in-person audiences. Theater's become a big part of my life, and uh, I hope you guys will, will pop out and support some awesomely talented people that you'll definitely be seeing in the real world sooner rather than later. Uh, with the talents that they have. So showticksforyou.com, search Buna Regional High School, and get your tickets for their production of Lin-Manuel Miranda's Tony Award-winning musical, In the Heights. So since our last podcast, the Sixers have just continued to roll. Uh, Wednesday night, after we, we signed off, they steamrolled the Rockets by 20 points, 135 to 115. They squeaked out a win against the Pelicans on Friday, 109 to 107 and then they beat the Pistons on Saturday 118 to 104. They're absolutely rolling right now. Uh they've won 8 in a row. They're 47 and 21. Their magic numbers down to 2. Uh and that's pretty much over the Bucks because they have the the Bucks have the tiebreaker over the Sixers. So Bucks lose one, Sixers win one. It's done. Game blouses Sixers win. Uh, the number one seed in the East going into the playoffs, and that's exactly what we want. You got games against the Pacers on Tuesday, Thursday against the Heat down in Miami, and then you come back home for the last two games of the regular season, Friday and Sunday against the Orlando Magic. I see no reason why the Sixers don't go into the playoffs on a 12-game win streak. The Pacers are, you know, fighting for their playoff lives to the 10 seed don't know if they'll get in as the eight seed or not, depending on their schedule. Um, but they'll definitely be in the play-in. The Heat are fighting to stay in that six seed and be in the actual playoff pool rather than the play-in tournament. Um, at 37-31, and 31, they've got one more matchup with the Celtics for that tiebreaker. And then the Orlando Magic are the 13 seed pretty much out of the playoffs. There, There's no real shot for them. They're, I believe they've been eliminated from the playoffs, so... Two games against them. Beat the Pacers. Beat the Heat. Win out. Why not? Why not go and win out? Go into the playoffs on a 12-game win streak. Longest win streak. Go into the playoffs since that 2018-16 game winning streak. You're the one seed. Have a 50-plus win season. And you kind of control your own destiny from there. Because in a... In a realistic world, with the play-in tournament, if things stay the way that they are, you're going to play against the Hornets. If, if things were normal, you would play against the Hornets round one. We all know the Sixers have their way with the Hornets every single time they play them. The 4-5 matchup is going to be the Knicks and the Hawks. So, hopefully we get a Hawks upset because we'd much rather defensively match up against the Hawks with what the Sixers have to bring to the table than have to play the Knicks defense. Although we know the Sixers history with the Knicks and how, uh, number 25 Ben Simmons handles the Knicks. Um, and then it's either a matchup against the Bucks or the Nets realistically in the Eastern conference finals. And like Matt talked about on Wednesday, give us the easiest path to the finals. Give us the easiest path to the finals uh, because this team has just been so damn good that they deserve to get to the finals. And who knows who it will be against. 
um, man, the, the absolute scenes that it would be if it was Sixers Jazz for the NBA title, uh, would be bananas. The storylines, the rivalries, that would truly create, like, like, as if the, the Sixers Jazz rivalry wasn't enough, I think if it was Sixers Jazz in the NBA Finals, the rivalry would be cemented, it would be in there, and you'd have no debates about it. Like, it would be a solidified rivalry within the NBA, Sixers-Jazz. It wouldn't just be, like, an off-court awards rivalry. It would be an on-court, like, demolition derby. Like, sure, Jazz and Sixers fans, we don't like each other. Rudy Gobert stinks. Donovan Mitchell is not the, the rookie of the year. Blah, 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 blah. But we'd have a real true blue rivalry, and I would absolutely love... I, I think we need more Eastern Conference, Western Conference rivalries. Um... It makes the league much more fun, you know? Give it to me. Sixers-Jazz NBA Finals would be electric, but the Sixers control their own destiny. The young guys are stepping up. Tyrese Maxey and Matisse Thibel have looked unbelievable over the past couple of weeks. We all know the traditional Big Four sports, and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. I know we keep reiterating it on the show, but like we're just I I can't wait for the playoffs. It's it's gonna be electric. Like this Sixers team playing in the playoffs, you know, hopefully things keep going well. We get more fans in the arena at the at the Wells Fargo Center and this team goes on a run. Like this team just feels super special to me. The vibes are great. They're having fun. Dwight Howard just launching a corner three. Uh, the other night was unbelievable. Shout out to Zoe. Um, this team just feels like they are loose, happy, having fun, filled with energy, and they're just ready to compete at the highest level and give every team in the NBA a run for their money. Like, they're ready to go and prove to the world that this team is who they've been all season. They're 29 and 9 in the conference, 27 and 7 at home, and they're 20 and 14 on the road. Like imagine if this team had that road record last year where they would have been. It's crazy to think about. But this Sixers team, man, I I, I just want them to win out. Win out, play your play your game, ball out against these last four or three teams, I should say. Ball out in these last four games. Um and just show no mercy. Just full throttle, full speed ahead. Don't take your foot off the gas pedal and give it all you got. That's what I want from this team. And that's what every Sixers fan should want to see from this team. There's no doubt about that. This team deserves a one seed. They're going to get it. It's absolutely crazy to think about that they're going to be the one seed for the first time since 2000, 2001. Um, 
which we all know they went to the finals that year. Sure, it didn't go the way we wanted, but crazy to think about that it's been two decades <laughs> since they've last been the one seed. Um, I'm just, I can't wait for this team to just go put on a show in the playoffs. And the way that the, the playoffs are lining up for them is very favorable. Like I said, if it's the Hornets, either the Knicks or the Hawks, and then you just have to go to battle against the Nets or the Bucks. I, I think we're in store for a, a very exciting playoff. And I don't know about all you Sixers fans listening to this podcast, but we're very excited for the playoffs and some things we have planned. So gear up, let's go, and, and let's ball out for this playoffs because it's going to be an absolutely intense and fun summer with this Sixers basketball team. Plus, I mean, with this team, there there's big-time chances for it to be award season. Like, Joel Embiid, I think, after the Nuggets lost to the Nets and how Jokic choked down the stretch, has a real, like, solidified shot at being the MVP um, to the dismay of probably every writer and, and human on the planet because they just, for whatever reason, don't give Joel the respect he deserves. Ben Simmons has a chance to win Defensive Player of the Year. Matisse Thibel has a chance to be first-team all-defense. Like, this team is balling out in multiple ways, and they could fill up the trophy case in more ways than one, and that's not just by winning a title. Like, there's a chance that those three guys win big-time awards. There's a chance Matisse Thibel ends up all-defense, all-NBA defense. Ben Simmons ends up all-NBA defense. And Joel Embiid ends up all NBA defense because he's listed as a power forward and a center, as is Jokic. So there's a chance we have three Sixers on the all defensive team for the NBA this year. And I think the world will combust if that happens because people won't know what to do when we're gloating and bragging about our guys being as good as they are. Um, I can't wait to see what happens with all of that. And Doc Rivers also saying that the the playoff rotation could be like 11 guys deep. Not mad about it because the Sixers have the depth for it. Go ball out, do your damn thing, and and prove to to the league why you've been as successful as you've been this season. And a big part of that is because the, the Sixers bench this year has been absolutely incredible. So go ball out, do the damn thing, and let's bring home a title. I know it's a bit of short of a shorter episode tonight. Uh, your boy's been working crazy long hours between his three jobs, so um, just pumping out an episode here after Sunday Night Baseball for the people, and uh, hopefully we'll get Mr. Gallagher on in the coming days. Um, little update as well. Wednesday night we won't be live because I have obligations with Buna, Um to be there for their live tweet night as their social media manager. So um, it'll either be live in the afternoon, like early afternoon potentially, or it'll be recorded at some point. It'll be up in your favorite podcast app. That's why you guys got to follow us on social media at Underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castarina. Follow all of our podcasts on social at OTB Laxpod, at Streamer Season, at Getting the Whole Pod, which will be unveiling our new hosts hopefully this week um, for you guys. Very excited about the new the new host taking over. 
on the links of the Get in the Hole podcast. Follow Fourth and Goal USP and uh, get ready for soccer content at FC Toppins. Follow that bad boy and uh, be ready for the rebirth and relaunch of our very first spinoff podcast ever on the network. Um, you can check out our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com for all of our written content. And of course, guys, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know how you're feeling about this Phillies team going up and down, back and forth and all around, and still never finding a way to beat Atlanta in Atlanta or win on the road. Uh, tell me how you're feeling about the Sixers going into the playoffs, how you're feeling about them on the precipice of locking up the one seed, and if you truly do think Joel, Ben, and Matisse will be on that all-defensive team come year's end. Five stars only because we have standards, but you know you do too, and we know they're five stars. You can check us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And like I said, we'll be back later this week to talk about all things Sixers. Hopefully they'll have the one seed locked up by then. Talk all things Phil's. And anything else that comes up in between. And my final thought. Shout out to the homie. The community award winner. First ever. My boy Giovanni Hamilton. He's interviewing Devontae Smith on his podcast this week. Legend. Go check him out. He's doing big things. Very proud of that little dude. Just grinding. Like absolute content machine. He's the homie. Go show some love to Giovanni. And Philly Sports with Giovanni. They're doing big things. And uh, having Devontae Smith on your podcast is nothing to slouch at. So shout out to Giovanni for doing the damn thing and uh, getting a chance to sit down with Devontae Smith. Very much looking forward uh, to that conversation, my man. Thank you to our awesome sponsors. Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, the homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Tomahawkshades.com, promo code USP to get 25% off your order at checkout. Manscaped.com, you get 20% off free shipping and a big old thank you from your balls. And Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, get 10% off the one liter bottles of vodka at statesidevodka.com with promo code USP. Must be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, guys, please drink responsibly this has been episode number 329 of underground sports philadelphia make sure you check out showticksforyou.com get your tickets for buna regional high school's production of in the heights check out curtain talk as well our collab podcast with buna and uh i'll catch you guys later this week and uh hopefully the phils get back on track and the sixers lock up that one seed but for everybody here from the underground and at underground sports philadelphia I'm your boy KB. We are signing off. Peace. Peace.